Here, let the bitching start. All right. So Jeff uh, screwed up the the pre-show recording. I screwed up on the computer. Apparently, I stopped recording. I thought it was still going, but I guess not. And then we had an SD card failure on the backup recording. So uh, we got five minutes and 48 seconds. Right. Point nine six one hundreds thousands of a second. Might as well not even put it out. No, Um, probably not. uh, And um, here's a question for you. As long as I'm in this phase, what is it with you and and not titling things? Um, Mistake. Um, I didn't have a title, so I shelved it for a day and. Then I forgot that I didn't put a title on it, and I just, <laughs> everything else was done, so I wanted to get it up, and couldn't think of a title. It was either gonna be that or like untitled, I guess. But it's out, so <sighs> it's, it's called three seventy five. Who cares? Give me a title if you always want a title. I I did. I, I gave not you a title for three seventy six because I was like, shit, he's not gonna put a title on if I don't put a title out. No, so. it has a title. I know the title I put on it because yeah. <laughs> I didn't think I needed to do that as well, but okay. I'll have to come up with titles now, too. I I didn't have a uh, title coming. Like well, you didn't care. No, I cared. No, I was you like, didn't care. No, I no put, don't tell me you care when you don't. I, I know you don't care. care. I put up 375. I'm like, what the fuck am I going to call this? And I couldn't think of anything. Like, okay. And then I forgot that I didn't title it. And I posted the show. Because I did everything else. Mm -hmm. I did everything else except for give 375 and 376 titles. Everything was ready to go except for titles. You make it sound like posting a show isn't like a 30-step process. Uh, I don't believe it is. It's a lot of work putting up a show. We've had this argument many times. That's why I keep doing more and more of it. I keep, you know, I, I come up with the, you know, I I, I started taking down all the, yes. the notes and stuff. I appreciate and, and that. All that yes. uh, because you kept complaining about, you know, this, yes. this, and you kept them saying, yeah, thank you, thank you for doing this, yes. thank you for doing that. And so your job kept getting smaller and smaller, and then you keep fucking up at it. Okay. You want to do it all? I want you to, to, to put some effort into it. I put effort into it. All right. It's not like people couldn't listen to the damn show. It didn't like it didn't say 375. Well, okay, well, there was a period of time where I had to yell at you for because you wouldn't put out a show for two weeks. Just recently. Like, yeah, people couldn't listen to the damn show. Okay. Yes, because there's a risk of me putting up a show that can't be listened to. And I do that, and you yell at me. So then I don't put up shows until I know I have time that I can put up a show that can be listened to. I... I believe that there, you 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 have time, and there are some times where you just simply aren't doing. It. No, I do it when I can. I do not put this shit off. It right. takes a fair okay. amount of effort to make sure you're not fucking it up. Okay, I believe. So I believe. when I put it up, when I have not enough time, I fuck it up, and then you yell at me for fucking it up. So then I okay. I, I save it for when I have enough time, and then you yell at me for not putting it up. I, I I believe you because I fucked up enough shows that you should know it's not easy. No, I I I believe you, but I needed you I needed you to have that reaction for me to believe you. You know, I needed I needed you to because I needed to know that it was hard. And I didn't get that from you for a while because when I if I like text Jeff something 
if I'm not with him and I text him, I usually get a very, you know, one word or two word response. It's just like, okay, Jeff really doesn't, isn't bothering to care. I got the feeling that you cared. I care. So that, so that's it, important. If I have, you know, like some things like I will, okay, pull up audition while I'm at work. I'll run the multi-band compressor because I can't fuck that up. Mm-hmm. Right. I'll sometimes save the MP3, but I got to make sure I'm not overwriting files. Saving the files is the wrong name. You know, keeping that shit straight takes a little bit of thought. So when I'm really busy and I know that I can't, give it the effort that is necessary and you're you're thinking how hard is it to save a file is the right name we got three files every week and you got to make sure they go in the right place and you know you got to listen to it and double check and at times i don't have time to listen to it i think i'm okay but i'm not so now i wait for when i have time to listen to it okay okay all right i feel you all right i wasn't feeling you before so you have to understand well, I'm not feeling you. I feel like, you know, whatever. But now I'm definitely feeling like you do. So that's why I felt that way. Sure. You provide the notes. Saves me probably 10 minutes for posting the show. I appreciate that greatly. You know, I wrote a script that does the uploading part. As long as I put the files in the right place, that helps me tremendously. There's still, like, making sure that the right files are in the right place. Making sure all the metadata is right is difficult especially when it seems so easy so when i'm doing it with only half attention you can miss things like not putting a title on 375 so here's the question for you then is there a process that would make can we maybe we go with like soundcloud or something would that make things easier i don't know how that would get us in the soundcloud's just as far as i know they don't have a podcast feed or anything like that why wouldn't Day. I think it's just for posting audio to the uh, web. Yeah. Well, but you can download from SoundCloud so they can turn everything into a... You know, a lot of podcasts use SoundCloud these days, so I, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to make everything magic. They well, The podcasts that I see that also post audio to SoundCloud... You know, our MPO, you know, public radio, which have a production team. Like every, nearly every podcast I know of posts up the SoundCloud. I, I'm sure it's really easy because you had to build all the stuff and do this on your own. Whereas this is all stuff that's been built. So you, I'm sure it's just drag and drop at this point. Last time I looked, it wasn't in SoundCloud. I even looked at SoundCloud and they did not have podcasts. When was the last stuff. time you looked? Probably about two years ago. Might be worth taking a look at. It might be. If it will save you this kind of aggravation. Now, I'm not blaming you for, for the shit that happened in the pre-show. Look, shit happens. I get it. We put in a process. Uh, it would be nice if we kept caffeine on so that wouldn't happen. But, you know. But we, we had a problem with, 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 with our card. That, that's, that's really annoying. That, that's the kind of thing you can't prepare for. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we, we have this new backup system in place. So that hopefully, now with, with the backup... If we do have to get the backup, it won't be bad sound. Right. We put this whole system in place now so you won't get bad sound in the backup. But hard fails. It's, it requires that the card and the backup works. Uh, and it didn't. And that's that's fucked up. But it's okay. It wasn't that great a pre-show anyway. We talked a little bit about Better Call Saul. Uh, we talked a little bit about my trip down to Tucson. Probably missed all that if you wanted to recap. Uh, 
You went to Mexico. I went to Mexico briefly. You, walk, was... you parked in New Mexico or no, Arizona. 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 Walked yeah. across the border. And, I mean, tell that story. That was a good one. Okay. So, yeah. So, this this last week, I was down in Tucson for a company's big event. And the first day, I had some time on that Monday. So, I drove down to Mexico. Because I'd never been to Mexico. And it was, like, literally an hour away. And you could walk across the border. And I'd never done that before. So, I said, all right. Let's do it. Packed my passport, packed, you know, all, all the stuff I needed and drove down. Parked for like four bucks and literally walked across the border. It was, like I said to Jeff, like a two-minute walk. It was not even. It was just, there. there's the border. Uh-huh. You walk, you walk through. I was saying the weird thing is, like, they don't even check anything. You press a button and a light shines on you for a second and then they let you through. I didn't even check my ID or anything when I went into Mexico. It was just, come on in. So that was weird. And then when you get in, it's really like skeevy. Um, the people were just going, hey, you want a taxi? Hey, you want Cialis? Hey, you want Viagra? There were a bunch of pharmacies. The first thing you walk to is just a whole bunch of pharmacies. So if you want to get various types of drugs that I, I assume you can't like, I mean, maybe you can pick up like Oxycontin and stuff, but that'd be hard to bring across the border, I guess. But Yeah, we were talking about like, what the laws are, we don't know. I mean, I'm presuming the pharmacies are. We, I know the story that pharmaceuticals are very cheap over mm-hmm. there. I don't know if they're all counterfeit or if they're cheaper. In I think it's legit. just they're cheaper because they don't they don't require prescriptions in Mexico. There, there's that. The drug companies probably price per country, mm-hmm. and they know that they can't charge the same United right. States price in Mexico, right? So it's very fungible in that mm-hmm. in that sense. That might be part of it. And we, I'm presuming that there, that these pharmacies are right on the border town, you know, because of the price differential. Yeah. But presumably, I've heard stories of like they 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 get buses where they just take the old yeah, people prescription from, buses. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I've heard that. But the thing is, presumably legal to buy without a prescription in Mexico, mm-hmm. even for tourists. Yeah. Then the question was, what can you bring back across the border? Well, they never you... checked anything. So, I mean, yeah. if I would have were to bring, like, a whole bunch of drugs, I don't know if they would have checked it for me. Yeah. I, I mean, that's the question I have, right? Can can you bring back Viagra without a prescription? Can you bring back Oxy without a prescription? Yeah. Can you bring back, you know, whatever? So, I was just there to... They, of... pro- they probably... Opioids are probably on the no-no list, be I'm, my guess. I'm sure. Yeah, right? Because, I mean, those are... Schedule one. Those, those are things that you're you're not allowed to have without a prescription. So, right. I can't imagine you can go in there and just buy like opioids, but you could. Probably... I mean, if you're only allowed to bring back supplements and vitamins, I can't imagine that's enough to drive business. Yeah, but like Cialis and stuff like Viagra, yeah. that that seems like that's not a schedule one. Yeah, you're right. The um, there's a new podcast I just found this week. It's an NPR podcast uh, called Embedded, mm-hmm. and it's uh, the host is Kelly McEvers. She's a former uh, Middle East correspondent, and she was also doing some stuff on Planet Money. And um, basically, they pick a story out of the news, and you know, she deep dives on it, right? You know, embedded, right? So she wants to get, you know, and and the, the way they produce it, it's pretty funny because what they will do is they will take the the local news sound blurb of you know the reporter talking like this and then the three second bite of the guy they're interviewing and the reporter talking in that tone right Mm -hmm. and then no she goes in so like the first episode of embedded was they went to um austin indiana which where there's this um 
there was an HIV epidemic because of people sharing needles for injecting not oxy but something like oxy. I forget the name of it right now. Um, Phenatil? Is that it? Uh, I thought I started with the O. O. I can look it up in a second. No, no, don't. don't, Please. Don't touch your finger. I can look. But, um, you know, so she, like, goes and, like, she's sitting in the drug den while they're, like, and then sees how they cook it, you know, Uh because they they actually, people used to snort this drug, but they added binders and now you can't. That's OxyContin, yeah. Well, this this one's not Oxy. This one's the other drug that's an opioid like Oxy. Better than Oxy. Stronger than Oxy. Better high than Oxy. All that stuff. Look it up. Look up Embedded. And, um. Or Indiana HIV, and you'll, I'm sure you'll get the drug name there, too. Um, but, you know, so, the, like, she gets in, they show her how they've... So, they can't snort it anymore, so they found out how to cook it and shoot it intravenous, intravenously. <laughs> and, um, you know, and then the second one... Remember that big biker shootout in Texas where, like, nine people died? Where they nope. confiscated, like, 200 weapons? No? It's a couple last year. Um, that she tried to get, you know, the inside story from the biker gangs, but it, it's really, neat. it's kind of, um, I, I, the stories are fascinating. It, it's a bit serial esque, a little bit. Uh, I don't know. I like it. So Opana, Opana, that's it. So people listening, um, if you like those deep dive stories, you know, check out Embedded mm. on NPR. Have you heard of Opana? I have. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, it, it was supposed to be like Suboxone, like a an anti opioid, like sort of a. It's one of those. I, th- I think it's an antagonist, opioid antagonist. But if you use it enough, you can get like an opioid hyper anyway. Okay. So uh, no, it didn't make it sound like you mean like methadone type thing, like an like a get down off it type drug, or, or well, I misunderstand mean, what you're saying. Because they were prescribing it for pain, like instead of, instead of oxy. Right, right. And then, uh, you know, like, well, it's it's like suboxone, which is a is a type of opioid, but it or it doesn't. I I don't know. There, there's something about suboxone, which is sort of an anti opioid, but it works like an opioid. So, okay. I don't know. I was reading about it, but I it, but I heard that it can still get you a high. So it's like. Yeah, what's the point? Right. So, I mean, they've, they found some really good personal stories in this thing. There's a, a nurse who had hurt her back at work and her prescription ran out. So now she's in the, you know, mm-hmm. she's she's shooting up Opana in, in this guy's house. And, you know, there's the the guy whose girlfriend who had, they have three kids together is getting out of jail and they're going to get clean. And she comes back in a month and they're in the drug den, you know. Yeah. You know, all, you know, so you get to hear like the, the true life impact of of, Op- of shooting opana it was a pretty cool story and it, uh, the big problem with with all these things is that there is a use for them and not everybody i mean people get addicted to them and then not every not pe- people don't get addicted to them and they're fine and when people get addicted to them that gets highlighted and then the people who don't get addicted to them lose their access to it right you know it, it's whenever you ban a substance you're 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 hurting those people too, the people who are fine with it. There was a that, huge... that's the gun argument, though, right? It, it's it's the same thing. Yeah. So I mean, the other part is of there this, more harm. The other part good? of the story is that there was a lot of needle sharing going on in mm-hmm. this small town of like eight thousand people has like two hundred HIV new HIV cases. Um, so the thing is, like, yeah, you can't get the you can get the high if you swallow a whole bunch of them, but you it's not as uh, right. 
So that was immediate. No, these these were like, you know, an eighth of a pill, you know, serving three people for a hit, you know. So. Oh, yeah. Well, when you're that far gone. Yeah, they were saying that's like 140 bucks a pill. And, you know, a street street on the street. Right. 140 bucks a pill on the street. And, uh, you know, like the guy was on like his third or fourth hit of the day. And, you know. It's just sad. I mean, that, yeah. that, that was the thing that when I went down to, you know, when I was there in, in, in Nagolas, it was like, I told, you know, saying that there, not only was there people asking, say, hey, you want this, you want that. There was also a guy that's like, he said, hey, you want, what do you want, bro? And I was like, uh, I just want something to eat. I want, you know, want some Mexican food. Said, you want a hooker? And that just made me sad. It made me, mm-hmm. like, it, it grossed me out for sure. But it also made me like, like, it just... You know when I, when I hear things about the sex trade and all the other stuff, right. that does not make me at all interested. Yeah. It just makes me sad, and so it it was not a fun experience. I mean, I had a decent Mexican dish in a, in a nice restaurant, nice ish restaurant, but uh, I, I'm glad I did it because I got the experience. Right. But I'm not going to do it again. There's there's no reason for me to go there. I don't. Maybe if I needed Cialis, then my doctor wouldn't give it to me. Right. Or you wouldn't get it for much cut rate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that would be really it. I, I, um, I, I certainly wouldn't cross the border with, like, I mean, even if you could get opioids, I'd be fucking scared about crossing the border with them, so I wouldn't do that. Even mm. though I didn't really get checked. I, I know it was walking through and just doing a passport. All right, come on through. Right. So I probably could have done it. Yeah, you never know when you're going to check yeah. that. I mean, that's the risky thing. Yeah. It's not like flying home from Colorado. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I could take, you know, a, a, a tiny little thing of weed with me back from Colorado. The, like the, the, the stuff that the the stuff that goes under the vaporizer. Mm-hmm. No one's going to give a shit about that. Because, one, it's not a fucking, it's not like going to kill people. It's, an, it's not an opioid that can get people in drug right. dens. It's, it's, it's yeah. fucking weed. And two, I'm white. Three, uh, I'm not, you know, it's not like I have a criminal history or anything. They're not going to care. The worst, the very worst they would do is just confiscate it. Right. Um, but actually bringing along a, a you know, Schedule 1 would be, I guess there's, well, they're not Schedule 1, they're Schedule 2. Because right, Schedule 1 is like marijuana, is technically, right? Cocaine, those are Schedule yeah. 1. Opioids would be Schedule 2, but still, they're, you can only have them with a prescription only for a certain, like, 30 days. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's that. I mean, that recaps your Mexico trip, I think. Yeah. And then we talked about Embedded. Anything else you wanted to recap on the, uh, your, so the I, Arizona side of the trip? Well, yeah, because I, I did... Um, we talked about talking in front of crowds, right? We talked, so I, I did a, a, a session or like a, a multiple bunch of sessions there, and I was very, very calm and did not uh, was not at all like nervous mm-hmm. about uh, giving presentations to people I didn't know, and I think a lot of that came from doing the show, right? Um, I, and we, we you know we talked about for both of us how. When you were a kid, probably when I was when I was a kid too, if we were to call into something like a radio show, I'd be really nervous. But now mm-hmm. there there wouldn't be any of that. Yeah. And in addition, what what level of crowd would get us nervous? 
especially recently we didn't was basically we knew what we were talking about so right and we're maybe a stadium <laughs> like you know over a thousand people it would take for me, I think yeah I think I think uh, 500 to a thousand would be a good test to see if I could you know not get too nervous depend on it would really depend on the topic but I know people who just won't you know who, that will scare them and I'm not saying that yeah. that, that does wrong I mean I get it it's just yeah. I'm well past that there was no like scared. I think for a thousand people, the thing I would be worried about is is what I'm talking about interesting enough for these thousand people. If you're talking a group of twenty, you can play. You know, twenty, fifty, you can play. You can off play a little of the crowd, sure, and make sure you're keeping it interesting. It's a lot harder when you're talking to hundreds and hundreds. I think that's probably where the nerves would come back in for me now that I've thought about it a little bit more. I don't know. I mean, if you if you have a schedule to talk to a thousand people, then they're stuck. They're stuck there. I mean, and it, the the worst thing would be if you're a comedian and you have to make them laugh and you don't. That's right. bombing. That would suck. But you're not. You don't have to make them laugh. All you have to do is make them sit there. Right. And that's really easy to do. It's really hard to get them to leave. If you have a thousand people, it's exceptionally hard to get that those people to leave. You have to be awful, absolutely awful in every single way. Right. You're right. So, yeah. So that, that's why being a comedian is, is tough because you don't have to get them to stay there. You have to get them to react mm-hmm. in a way that people don't just, people don't volunteer laughter. Right? right. People don't, people don't just laugh. They They have to be, you have to give them something to laugh at. Yes. You can't fake laughter. I mean, it's very obvious people fake laughter. And you can't get a thousand people to fake laughter. <laughs> right. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Right. All right. <sighs> we got work tomorrow. Do you want to wrap this up? That's fine. Yeah. All right. Sorry, everybody, for, for losing our pre and post show, but uh, it happens. We're we're getting better at it, but sometimes tech tech gets in the way. This was a tech issue. Yeah. Main show. That's all that matters, really, right? This is just for us, anyway. 